you are an LCSW working in private practice, and you have a client, it will be the question will be in the chat in a moment, um, named Sarah. She is about 40 years old. And she's been in therapy for about six months. She has a history of recurrent major depressive episodes. and has been hospitalized. For suicidal ideation. She has low self esteem. Feelings of hopelessness. And Difficulty maintaining employment. Due to her depressive symptoms. During the session. Sarah expresses that she is contemplating. a physician-assisted death as she perceives her life is unbearable due to chronic nature of her depression. She is aware of the legal and ethical complexities surrounding the issues and is seeking your guidance. What is the best course of action as her therapist? Now, I know that one was a little longer, but I wanted to make it a little bit more challenging than last week. So assess Sarah's current level of suicidality and collaborate with her on a safety plan is A, B, discuss the option of a physician-assisted 
death and explore her reasons behind it. Then we got C, refer Sarah to a psychiatrist. We have D, encourage Sarah to pursue her own decisions regarding end of life. Okay, so I'm going to repeat the question over again. <clears throat> um, you guys can put your answers in the chat if you want. So you are a licensed clinical social worker working in private practice setting. You have been providing therapy to a client named Sarah, a 40-year-old woman for six months. Sarah has a history of recurrent major depressive episodes and has been recently hospitalized for suicidality. She presents with low self-esteem, feelings of hopelessness, and significant difficulty in maintaining employment due to her depressive symptoms. During a recent session, Sarah expressed that she has been contemplating pursuing a physician assistant death as she perceives her life as unbearable due to the chronic nature of her depression. She mentions that she is aware of the legal and ethical complexities surrounding this issue and is seeking your guidance. What is the best course of action for you as her therapist? <clears throat> A, assess Sarah's current level of suicidality and collaborate with her on safety plan. B, discuss the option of physician assistant death and explore her reasons for considering it. C, refer Sarah to a psychiatrist to assess her eligibility for physician assistant death. D, encourage Sarah to pursue her own decisions <clears throat> regarding the end of her life. So let's start with A, do we keep it or throw it out? Okay. I'm sorry, Shayla, I didn't hear that. <clears throat> sorry, I said, uh, I say keep it. Okay. Anyone else agree with Shayla? And I'm gonna check the chat. Yeah, keep it. All right. B. Discuss the options of physician assistant death. Do we keep that or get rid of it? Keep it. Keep it. Okay. What about C? Refer Sarah to a psychiatrist. Throw it out. All right. I'm throwing C out. D. Encourage Sarah to pursue her own decisions regarding the end of her life. Toss it. Okay. So now we are down to two between assess Sarah's current level of suicidality and discuss the options of persistent assistant death, right? So this answer is actually going to be A, we need to assess her current level of suicidality. And the reason why is because the presenting problem says that she's contemplating physician assistant death to assess <clears throat> and we need to look at her safety it's going to be very crucial to prioritize her safety and her well-being. So the assessment will help determine the immediate risk and guide appropriate interventions. So discussing the options of physician assistant death, option B, should only occur within the context of a thorough assessment and treatment plan. So of course, this question was testing your ability to understand that 
we if someone's presenting with suicidality, just even with the extensive history that they have, um, such as Sarah, we need to assess the severity of it first in order to know what is the, going to be the appropriate next step. Does that description help? <clears throat> yes. All right, Shayla, you sound like you're getting over cold too. I'm on the struggle bus over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want, I'm like every other word. I'm like breathing. Oh Lord, um, girl, I'll be okay. It's it's better than what it was over the weekend. It I was it was death over the weekend. I'm all right. Um, but no, you sit back and you listen. I just um, it's just how it sounds. It sounds worse than I feel. I feel a lot better. Um, but thank you. Okay, you're welcome. All right, let's see. You are an LCSW working in a community mental health center. You have been providing therapy to a client named Alex, 26 years old. transgender who recently began hormone therapy as part of their gender transition <clears throat> Alex has a history of depression anxiety, which has improved since starting hormone therapy. However, now faced with challenges related to navigating social and family relationships during transition. During session, he shares that they have not disclosed their gender transition to their conservative parents, fearing rejection and estrangement. Okay. They express a strong desire to maintain a relationship with their family while also living authentic authentically what is the next step to support alex in their gender transition process <clears throat> So we've got A, 
assist Alex in developing a plan for coming out to their parents, emphasizing safety and support. Then we've got B, encourage Alex to prioritize their own well-being and distant themselves from unsupportive family members. Then we've got C, offer resources for LGBTQ support groups and peers networks to build a supportive community. And then we've got D, suggest Alex explore alternatives to hormone treatment to minimize family conflict. All right, guys, I know that was a long one. Thanks for bearing with me while I was trying to read it through. <clears throat> you are a clinical social worker working in community mental health center. You have been providing therapy to a client named Alex. Up, oh, Diane, you got to put yourself on mute. I'm sorry, I said a. Oh no 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 no! I I, I was telling you to put it on mute. I was reading the question again. <laughs> um, you're a clinical social worker working in community mental health center. You've been providing therapy to a client named Alex, a 26-year-old transgender individual who recently began hormone therapy as part of their gender transition. Alex has had a history of depression and anxiety, which has improved since starting hormone therapy. However, they now face challenges related to navigating social and family relationships during the transition. During therapy session, Alex shares that he has they have not disclosed their gender transition to their conservative parents fearing rejection and estrangement. They express a strong desire to maintain a relationship with their family while also living authentic authentically. I can't get it out, y'all. So what is the next step in supporting Alex in their gender transition? We have A, assist Alex in developing a plan for coming out to their parents, emphasizing safety and support. Do we keep that or throw it out? Keep, keep it. All right, B, Encourage Alex to prioritize their own well-being and distance themselves from unsupportive family members. Throw it out. All right. C. Offer resources for LGBTQ support groups and peers networks to build a supportive community. Throw it out. Throw it out. Throw it out. All right. What about D? Suggest that Alex explore alternatives to hormone therapy to minimize family conflict. Throw it out. Throw it out. Cool. It is a, so 
The next step in supporting Alex in their gender transition to process the system in developing a plan for coming out to their parents, emphasizing safety and support. It is essential to provide guidance and resources to ensure that Alex can navigate these challenges in a way that prioritizes their safety and emotional well-being. This approach respects Alex's autonomy and their desire to maintain a relationship with their family while living their true true selves. <clears throat> All right. Oh boy. All right, we're going on to the next question, y'all. All right, you are an LCSW working in a community mental health agency. You are providing therapy to a 38-year-old Maria who is struggling with anxiety and depression symptoms. During session, Maria reveals that she is having an ongoing affair <clears throat> which she believes is contributing to her emotional distress. She feels guilty and confusion about her actions. You have a strong commitment to maintaining ethical boundaries and preserving confidentiality. Maria explicitly asked you not to disclose her infidelity to anyone, including her spouse. You also recognize the importance of addressing the ethical dilemma <clears throat> posed by Maria request. What should you do first? A, respect Maria. Confidentiality. And continue therapy. Without disclosing the affair. 
we have B, explore the potential harm and consequences of Maria's actions on herself and others. <clears throat> we got C, confront Maria about the ethical implications of her request and discuss alternatives. <clears throat> We've got D, consult with a trusted colleague or supervisor to seek guidance. All right, so that was a long one. I'm just gonna go through the answer choices now, just for the sake of time. A, respect Maria's request for confidentiality and continue therapy without disclosing the affair. Should we keep it or throw it out? <clears throat> keep it. Okay. B, explore the potential harm and consequences of Maria's actions on herself and others. Are we keeping it or throw it out, guys? I say keep it. Okay. C, confront Maria about the ethical implications of her request and discuss potential alternatives. Should we keep it or throw it out? Throw it out. D, consult with a trusted colleague or supervisor to seek guidance on handling the ethical dilemma. Yeah, quiet. Or what are we doing with that one? Should we keep it or throw it out? Throw it out. So just for the sake of time, I'm going to help y'all out. Y'all actually dismissed the right answer. It's actually going to be D. The first step in this situation should be to consult with a trusted colleague or supervisor to seek guidance on handling this ethical dilemma. Consultation is a crucial ethical practice when faced with challenging situations like maintaining confidentiality while balancing ethical responsibilities. It allows for social workers to gain insight, explore potential courses of action, and make informed decisions while upholding professional values and ethics. This question, <coughs> <coughs> Hopefully you guys don't fight me because I'm sick. <laughs> but this question of really testing what you should do first is not saying all of these options are wrong. It's saying in what sequential order should you go about <coughs> addressing the ethical request? Does that make sense? Yes. Ooh, I had to put myself on mute for a second. Okay. But the people in the chat, I don't know if they, y'all guys got it, but the question, it was a little all over the place. So when I look at respect, explore, confront, consult, just look at those first four words of the beginning of each answer choice, you want to look at those. I would have been stuck between explore the potential harm, probably B, and um, B and D, just because of the key words. But remember when you're looking at an application question, 
all the answers could be right. But if it says first or next, what is going to be the next sequential natural thing that you do next? Okay. All right. With that, guys, I got time for one more. And then I'm going to have to pop out because I have group. Okay. All right. So I'm going to put one more in here. And Maya, when it comes to accept where there is harm to themselves or, or others. So she has, um, just to kind of back up to address uh, Maya in the chat, she says, accept where there is harm to, where's their harm? When there is harm, when it's harm, it doesn't have to be suicide, but it could be emotional harm, right? She's having an affair, um, out, you know, she's seeing somebody outside of her marriage. So there would be emo emotional distress to her and it's harm towards her husband in that way, but it's emotional, okay? But again, um, Angel said, like, order them. Yeah, so it's not saying all of the answers are wrong. They're not. I think they're all the answers here are important, but it's looking at what is the first thing you need to do first, okay? So hopefully my other answers your question. Okay, sorry guys, I had to backtrack because I saw that and I want to make sure I answered it in the chat. Okay. Um, you are an LCSW employed by a private counseling agency. you have been providing therapy to a 30-year-old named John who is struggling with substance abuse, substance use disorder, I'm sorry. John's treatment has progressed and has shown improvement in his recovery. During recent session, John informs you that he is having an emotional, oh, I'm sorry, romantic relationship with another client from the same counseling agency. A woman named Sarah, who is in recovery. You are aware of ethical guidelines that discourage therapists from engaging in dual 
relationships, especially romantic ones with clients due to potential harm and conflicts of interest. <clears throat> you understand that addressing this situation is crucial to uphold professional values and ethics. What is the least appropriate action to take? So we have A, continue therapy with John while maintaining professional boundaries and ethical standards. <clears throat> We've got B, discuss the potential consequences and ethical concerns associated <clears throat> with the dual relationship with John. We've got C, notify the agency supervisor or ethics committee about the dual relationship for guidance. We've got D, encourage John and Sarah to end their relationship while seeking alternative support. <clears throat> All right, so Let's go through. A, should we keep A, continue therapy while John went, while maintaining professional boundaries and ethical standards? Do we keep that or do we throw it out? Hello? Keep it. Oh, okay. B, discuss the potential consequences and ethical concerns associated with the dual relationship with John. Do we keep it or throw it out? You guys can hear me? Question mark on that one. For for me, I say question mark. Okay, um, question mark. Okay. Remember, it says lease. <clears throat> Got it. So it does say lease. So think about the things that you would do to get eliminate, to get to the one that you would do, right? So I'm going to help you out, Shay, a little bit. I'm going to take 
be out because that would be something I would be doing in this situation. C, do we keep it or throw it out? Notify the agency supervisor or ethics committee. Anybody? Throw it out. Yep, we're going to throw it out because that would be something we would do. D, encourage John and Sarah to end their romantic relationship. Do we keep it or throw it out? Keepers? We would actually throw it out because that would be something we would do. The one thing we would not do ethically, and that would be the least appropriate action, is continue therapy with John while maintaining professional boundaries and ethical standards without addressing the dual relationship. Engaging in a romantic relationship with another client from the same counseling agency is a clear violation of ethical guidelines. It's crucial to address this concern right away because it can also inflict harm between both the clients that are in recovery and it also causes them can cause them both to relapse. And they may not have the insight regarding dual relationships in, even between clients, okay? Hopefully um, that uh, clears it up. Anything else, guys? I know I kind of struggled through this, but again, I'm somebody that wanted to kind of make sure that I stayed on task with you guys. And <clears throat> so I will see you guys next week. I have another group to get to, um, but wish me, wish me well. I get a little bitter. I still have a sore throat. So you guys take care until next week and I will see you then. Bye guys.